You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. An abomination. No, that's not Monty Williams talking about my Pacers bet from last night. Could be. It's Monty Williams going off about a missed call on Dante DiVincenzo late last night in the Pistons' loss to the Knicks at the Garden. Welcome in to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. I'm Chris Mack, alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Ostrowski. We got plenty to talk about. The running back free agent market, apparently, is going to be wide open. We got lots of college hoops tonight. A ton of NBA tonight. Isaac Trotter joins us in the third hour. Bon Dalzell for his usual visit. In the second hour, and baseball opening day, just 30 days away. In 20 minutes, we'll dive into some futures, division, pennant, World Series. What do we think of things? And yes, we will get into Monty Williams, but let's start with breaking news into the BetQL news desk in just (laughs) the last half hour. Aaron Hawksworth fighting with her neighbors over we don't know what, But let's go live to the scene where Aaron brings us a report. Now, what is going on? What you've been battling for two days and you're ready to throw down. Can I have can I have a guess? Because uh, the Daily Tip asked, I may have mentioned it, that this this was the lead on the show today. And Chris Mack followed the lead, which I'm very happy with. And we were guessing. They they asked me what I thought it was about. And, you know, I was being very general, but my... My guess is a smell. Is it an odor? Oh, the smokers? It's actually not them. So I also want your opinion because I like to, you know, if I'm in the wrong here, I do want to know and I'm willing to take an L. But um, there was one of my friends who's my neighbor across the street. She's got like a six-year-old son. And I was walking over to talk to her. There's like a patch of grass that separates our house. It's like a kind of like a little park, I guess, like a little square. And this Mm -hmm. random French bulldog and the owner somehow knew my neighbor comes running out and starts chasing her son, Jack, around. And she's screaming, Jack, Jack, stop. And then, like, my daughter's out there, who's two years old, by the way, and she goes, Aaron, you're doing nothing. You're just standing there. And I'm like, um, excuse me, how about your uh, friend who has his dog off leash, which, by the way, is illegal, and chasing my two-year-old daughter? Why don't you tell him to do something, ma'am? I was so mad that she, like, shamed me in public that I was doing nothing. I've been around aggressive dogs and screaming at them is not the answer like it was making the dog like freak out and chase her son even more and i wasn't really worried about my kid i kind of was like dude get control 
control of your kid who's like running around antagonizing the dog and then she like yells at me so i told her i don't really appreciate you confronting me when like you clearly know this guy who has his dog running around our neighborhood off leash chasing my two-year-old daughter like he could get sued for that like i think nine times out of ten like i'm winning that situation like i was so mad so she probably hates me now but i felt like i needed to stand up for myself like i don't know if they're like oh single mom we're just gonna tell her how to be a parent and i needed to nip it in the bud right away like we're not doing that like i don't tell you how to parent you don't tell me how to parent okay you're outside with your daughter she's outside with her kid and her friend's dog is the one causing all the trouble while her kid runs yeah. around in circles right and yes you're and the my one daughter was in the vicinity the but i really yeah. i really wasn't even concerned about it the dog didn't seem like it was gonna bite my daughter i wasn't tripping like freaking out but she was she was losing her mind she she has told me she hates dogs but i felt like her fear or her anger about the situation like she unleashed it on me because we're friends or something yeah yeah Yeah. she was more comfortable so yeah just to clarify the the person that you got into uh it's not you know maybe it's an argument uh is your friend not the the person with the other dog right I've never seen that man before, and I really okay. like wanted to call him some names. What was like he doing? Lazy, irresponsible. He, he was standing twenty foot, twenty feet behind us, not doing a damn thing. He was and the I'm one like, not doing and anything. And you're yelling at me? Or she didn't yell at me, but she had no business confronting me that I was doing nothing. Like that's not my dog. I've never seen this man or this dog in my life. And then after she was like, "Bye" to the guy, like they knew each other, and I'm just kind she of was- like. She was really mad at him for not doing anything, but she said it to you because she's more comfortable out on you. saying yeah. it to you. Yes. There it is. I think because we've become friends over the last couple of years and, you know, I've asked her for parenting advice and I think she felt very comfortable that like this was somehow my problem. And I just didn't want to be like a victim in this. Like we are not going to get into a situation where you're, you're shaming me and telling me what to do now. You oh, know what I yeah. mean? Do you think that's Maybe. part of it? Since you've gone to her for parenting advice, like, Hey, Aaron, you should be stepping in and doing something. This is my advice yes. at the moment. I, because I have three kids, one who's like a teenager now. I know that, no. but that's why I wanted to ask you guys, because maybe I'm just being sensitive, but I also felt like I'm not going to be like a pushover here because I felt like I needed to stand up for myself because I, this was not my dog. I've been a dog owner. Most dog owners, there's an etiquette. Like if your dog is running around yeah. off leash chasing kids, the owner's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I promise my dog's not aggressive. Are you okay? This clown did yeah. not do anything. And it was and the just things like, off the leash. Your I, responsibility I, I, yeah. is, is to your daughter and your daughter alone. That's it. Is my daughter yeah. safe? That that is your responsibility. That's the extent of it. And uh, exactly. There, a, and I there's a theory here about this this woman who claims to be your friend, this acquaintance <laughs> from the neighborhood, and this companion yeah. with the dog. Like, oh. why is she not arguing with him? Why is mm. she not telling him what to do? Maybe they've I almost little... did but out of respect for her and I was in a little bit of shock about the situation I looked at the guy and I was about to be like like you do know your dog should probably be on a leash right but like I could tell they were like maybe he was the father of another kid that 
you know, one of her kids, or I don't know who he was. Yeah. But Whoa, I could tell they knew each other. <laughs> yeah. I was just kind of like, I'm going to mind my own business here and not like cause a, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I was just kind of like, she's my friend. I'm not going to confront her friend. But when she went after me, I was like, ooh, I'm just like not okay with this right now. <laughs> Well, we got your back, Hawk. I mean, this is this is uncalled for uh, by the neighbor. And the next, I mean, I don't Paul? know if her first name is Karen, if her middle name is Karen, but it's Amy. Totally, totally her name is wrong. Amy. Well, uh, Amy is, Karen. That not the dog. That's a responsible that dog owner there. That's a responsible dog owner. <laughs> that was not the dog. Cannot hold him anymore. Uh, that, Paul, if you can book this guest. Miss Karen, <laughs> that would be Karen Amy. <laughs> you want Karen or the the potentially yeah. secret father or both? That, like, that, I mean, people, I mean, but don't let them know Maury. on the air at the same time. I right. know. Where oh, was yeah. her husband during all this? A lot can, of questions. Can you, a, can you guys? T- are you mm. willing to take a test for us? This is a very special episode. You all daily. Just pretend, pretend it's twenty three and me. Listen, the yeah. people have been clamoring for BetQL Daily after dark. This would be an electric launch it, episode. This is BetQL Daily, yeah, early morning something. I don't know. Yeah, Football season's over, guys. We're going right to <laughs> Corey Povich. Content. Content Skipped is a couple king. This content. Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, this has nothing on. I mean, Monty Williams has nothing on this. I mean, this is just, I don't even know how we pivot back to that at this point. Um, Monty's big mad. Not as mad as Karen Amy at hawk for not watching her friends for being a bad mom so right okay so so in closing how did it end like you told her i don't appreciate it and then you stormed off or how did it yeah and she just got kind of quiet so i don't know if like we're probably gonna have to talk obviously we're gonna see each other in the neighborhood like i can't avoid the situation um so Excuse the terrible pun. Amy Karen is all bark and no bite. That's that's what Amy Karen is. I thought about that. Will she apologize or is she gonna double down and like never talk to me again type vibe? As as a peace offering, she bring her on the show. Yeah. (laughs) And then we corner it. She does do a little walking. Yes. I saw her walk by during the show yesterday. She she's like a walker. She likes to go out and walk in the morning, so I could always just open the door and you should, yeah, I'm sure she's walking back piece. home from her friend's house. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Walk of shame. Exactly. Right. Just point yeah, at her that's... when she walks past your window. What are we rooting yeah. for? Maybe there's something in the air. I I, we... I back Monty in his anger about this situation. Are we rooting for a uh a reconciliation here or are we uh, rooting no for we're we're remember joe content is king this time of year we want more confrontation. oh no that's what we do. i want I reconciliation met... <laughs> everyone shows no. up at the guy with the white rocks house makes up and like everything's all good <laughs> the I, other i love True. your neighborhood you you got you got some winners i don't yeah, i actually want to move I was like, well, maybe this is a sign I should move to Arizona. I now hate half my neighbors. <laughs> I was gonna say, there's a lot of neighbors. Like, there's the smokers. There's the now the dog guy. To be fair, Amy guy. hates the smokers too. It's not just me. Okay. You know what? There's <laughs> your she's... common ground. Just you know, sure yeah, it was. It was. Really 
we bonded over that and <laughs> now we mm. hate each other too so it's not going well for me right now well, she's, <laughs> she's great bonding with the other neighbor in better ways sorry oh she's bonded start yeah. smoking start smoking yeah. and then like she really, could have that yeah. man in his crazy french hyper bulldog what's this guy look like i need to know french bulldog what are not- you doing Maybe that yeah, guy's I the agree. smoker also. Maybe he's a secret smoker after he's done with Amy Karen. <laughs> you know, lights one up. Smoking I'm just something. saying. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's possible. Anyway. All right. We're going to try and pivot back into whatever the heck we're supposed to. Oh, Monty, Monty? Williams. Yeah, the, the Pistons. Here's the thing about Monty Williams' rant that, in all honesty, yeah. like, he's got a right to be mad because of the no call. But then he goes on this minute, minute and a half long rant about how this has been happening all year, and this is what I'm talking. No, Monty, you're the Pistons, no. and you've only won eight times because you're the Pistons, and you stink. It has nothing to do. Look, I again, I understand you're mad at the non-call, and it was a bad non-call, and it did cost you the game. You're the Pistons. You're not winning more than 12 games this year anyway. Don't pretend like you're getting absolutely screwed by the league on a night-in and night-out basis to the point where you've only won eight games. Like, come on. Let's be real. Monty, you covered the spread. What's the problem? (laughs) I wish I would have had the guts to go Pistons. Everything was falling right with all these underdogs last night in the NBA. And I'm like, the New York Knicks, these Knicks, the, the five that they're putting on the court every night, like some dudes that most people don't even know of like yeah they shouldn't be favored by 11 and a half i don't care that it's detroit on the other side i didn't have the guts to uh to bet it though but yeah Mm -hmm. we know what we know the game that monty's playing here he needs to have his guys back he doesn't want them to quit in the final couple months of the regular season before they wrap and they have another very high draft pick that's what he's doing it's all for show that's it he's going and it's got to be frustrating when you have what like eight wins on the season and you come oh so close. This has been happening a few times over the last couple of weeks where they're actually like really close, one or two possessions away, and they just can't pull through after the grind of an NBA season. I understand his frustration. But, yes, he did go over the top. I also think that was intentional. I thought it was, too. I thought there was a couple things going on. One, I love that he had his players back. I agree. It was intentional, but it probably was just a lot of frustration also pent up, built up over time because they stink. They weren't supposed to win that game anyway, but I do like that he stood up for his players and he was frustrated. I don't really have a problem with it. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that part of it. It's just silly to watch a head coach of a team with eight wins go on and on and on for a minute and a half about yeah. how they've been screwed by the officials all year. Monty, I, no. again, I get it. You're mad about tonight, but that's not the reason you guys are an eight-win Pistons team. It's because, again, you're the But they should have made that call, too. They should have. Terrible, terrible non-call. But what goes around <laughs> comes around. Knicks got screwed two weeks ago in Houston, and they get one in their favor. Uh, We'll get into NFL running backs maybe uh, a little bit later in the show. We've got a long NFL offseason ahead of us. Coming up next, though, we're this close, just 30 days away to opening day in Major League Baseball. We take a look at some divisional pennant World Series futures all up next right here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. And the Tigers is still the Tigers, I guess. Uh, What are you going to do? They kick, literally kick the ball into the gap as four of them converge on a pop fly in center field yesterday. Classic 
spring training baseball early on in the season. It is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM, live coast to coast on the BetQL network, wherever you may be in the world. We're right here in your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Take us with you. And, of course, download us later as a podcast as well, wherever you get your podcasts. You just search BetQL Daily. Watch the show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL, and YouTube. Search Odyssey Sports. Um, yeah, the Tigers are the Tigers. We're 25 minutes into the show today. We've already <laughs> talked about the Pistons and the Tigers being terrible. Sorry, Detroit sports fans. Um, at least you had the Lions this Oh, wait. NFC Championship. The Lions game. Stuff? Never mind. Yeah. You need uh-huh. to see that highlight. You need to go out and seek it, people, because I'm sure many of you it, did not. Bad. I mean, yeah. that was we had fe- we had a February scrimmage. I was telling you guys during the break last night. I didn't see anything like that. No, okay, no, I did see one play like that. But I mean, it was like, yeah, it's okay. It's a reminder, Tigers. <laughs> it, yeah, it was it was the movie Major League with like some yakety sacks laid underneath. Like the ball drops between four guys and then somehow gets kicked to the wall. It was just yeah, you're right. It's classic. <laughs> Classic Detroit Tigers. Uh, But you're right, Joe. It's right around the corner. 30 days away, opening day in Major League Baseball. In some parts of the country, upper Midwest, Northeast, we're feeling it, right? The weather's already starting to turn. We're getting outside for practices. It's amazing. Um, And with it being 30 days away, every single day, we're going to try and find a different angle, a different market, somewhere, futures. Uh, Today, we're going to start with division futures and World Series, pennant futures as well. And tell you some of our some of our early leans at the very least. I don't know if we've got stuff we're ready to lock in yet. Um, but you guys tell me how you want to approach this, Joe. I'll let you start. If you have, I don't know, a favorite bet, whether it's division, pennant, world series, or just a team that you're looking at right now and saying, wait, really good value on this squad. Or hey, maybe there's this team that I don't understand why the number's so low. Um, early on with 30 days to go until opening day. What are you looking at most? Yeah, uh, just a, a quick reminder that last year was a big long shot. And I'm always the guy that's hunting for mm-hmm. value. So at this time last year, the Texas Rangers were 50 to 1. 50 <laughs> to 1, even though they were making moves, right? Um, and I looked at the history. I'm like, okay, when's the last time that we saw a number like that? And 2022 was Houston 10 to 1. Before that, Atlanta, 10 to 1. Dodgers, COVID year, they were the favorites on the board. That was a very short number. Washington, I had a ticket that year, 2019, when they, they had the superb pitching, 16 to 1. Uh, Boston, 11 to 1. Houston, 11 12. So this like, shortish range has been coming through with the World Series. And then last year, a complete bomb at 50 to 1 with the Rangers. So I didn't go in certain areas. I really wasn't even value hunting. I was just looking at the teams that popped to me and then mm-hmm. diving into their off seasons a little bit and seeing which ones I like. I want to go with a team that is there every year, but I just couldn't. Like it's, We know the Rays are going to find a way, right? I don't know how with this roster. They're going to find a way, even though they'll be without Springs and Rasmussen and McClanahan, and they trade glass now. They'll, they'll come up with five starters we've never heard of, and they'll be phenomenal. But mm-hmm. and I, I, I'd love to back them because you trust the organization till the playoffs. Um, but I just couldn't get there. There, there are two that stood out. American League. Man, 
understand if you want to fade it, if if you're going to think, okay, there's got to be some regression here, but let's not forget it was over a hundred wins. It was a plus 129 run differential. And then they go get a stud in Corbin Burns. And I'm talking about the Baltimore Orioles like that. Numbers should probably be shorter. They're in such a competitive division. That's why it probably feels like you have some value. And yeah, maybe with some performances, we'll see regression. But there are too many guys. Are they all going to be bad? Every rookie of the year that they have going to be bad? And their number one prospect who's going to be hitting at the bottom of the lineup in Jackson Holiday, he's going to be bad too. And by making this move, I think they're going to keep on going. And and the closer injury is a big one. But they went out and they found a replacement. And if that doesn't work, they'll do it again. I don't think they're going to waste a year in this, quote, window you know, those things exist. A lot of times we say championship window is now, and then boom, poof, it's gone in a year or two, right? E- even with a young core. So I don't think Baltimore is going to waste any time. I love that 15 to one. That really pops to me. And God, I hate this, but I, I don't know. The Diamondbacks at 40. Yeah. Should yes. the Diamondbacks Let's be go. 40? Should they be 40? I they look, shouldn't be 40. I- they shouldn't be. They, they, I, I, so we're talking another long shot from last year, getting to where they were. I think they shouldn't be. They should be long, but they should not be forty to one long. Like I'll, I'll, I'll meet you in the middle. So I looked at that too, and I thought about that. I was searching for a National League team, and I thought was mm-hmm. last year just kind of fluky, though. Do we really think they can get back there again? And I don't. I feel strongly about the Orioles. I think they're building on something, but I don't think that about the Diamondbacks. Yeah, and here's my problem with Baltimore. I got to wait and see the the Bradish how Bradish and Means uh, affects a trickle down throughout the rest of the pitching staff. I want to see that. I'm not going to see that until we get to the regular season. Like, I like Baltimore. And both the AL East teams that you mentioned, Joe – I really like for postseason looks. And because I like, think of who they're, first of all, Shane Boz is going to be back at some point, if not early in the year. He'll be back at some point this year for Tampa. Everybody's stud. worried about Glassnell being gone. Absolute stud. Yeah. Um, yes, you're welcome. Everybody who was once a future stud in the Pirates organization is now in Tampa or someplace <laughs> else throwing absolute flames. Um, but then, you know, Rasmussen, possibly back late in the year McClanahan possibly back late in the year like what if they show up what if they finish as a wild card and they get to October they're like oh by the way yeah remember these guys we're gonna roll them out for the playoffs like I really like Tampa 16 to 1 I think that's there's some value there AL pennant even 475 for the division I think there's not a lot of division odds that I really like especially in the American League. I, I know Seattle's the darling, but they're right around, you know, two, two and a half to three to one. Um, I I like the Rays at 16 to one. Um, and, I, and I think they'll get pitching back throughout the year. That's part of it. And like you said, they just, they do this. This is what the Rays do. 
Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You so that's funny water. because I looked at an, another team in that division, the Blue okay. Jays, a little more value at plus 440 to win yeah. the division. They bring in Don Mattingly as the offensive coordinator. What is this football? But maybe <laughs> Johnny Baseball can be the one to actually get this offense consistent and going. Every year I want to bet on the Blue Jays in pretty much every year I do, and my heart is broken. Same with the Mariners. But maybe this is right. the year when nobody's really talking about them, that the Blue Jays can do something. I think this division is awesome. But I was like, you know what? Let's go with the Blue Jays and have some fun. I just don't trust Alec Manoa, Joe. Like, that's my thing. If Alec yeah. Manoa comes out and looks like Cy Young Alec Manoa, all of a sudden they've got four or five studs in that rotation. Barrios stays healthy. And then, yeah, uh, absolutely. I'll back the Jays then. But it's another instance of, you know, get me to, like, June. Get me to Memorial Day and let me decide what I really think of these guys because I'm not sold yet. If he's between last year and two years ago as a fifth starter, you're golden. I wrote down the Blue Jays, but I'm not going to do it because I've just, it's, we do this every year with the Blue Jays. But Aaron, like, you're right. I look at it. I look at that lineup. I look at the rotation. Like, what are they missing? They have everything you need. There's nothing you can point to and say, oh my God, they are so weak there. That is awful with this team. Um, But something always tends to go wrong. So, yeah. I, at almost five to one for the division, I think that's a pretty good play, right? For, with Toronto for a team that doesn't seem to be missing anything, but it's such a challenging division. You know, maybe they get off to a slow start, something like that. It, that might be the play in the AL East again, like it was last year. Because end of the first month, I got the O's at fifty to one to win the division. Yeah. Maybe you get a team that just stumbles out of the gates, and you get a ridiculous number, and people. Last year it was the Rays. Yeah. They go off, and oh, nobody's ever going to catch the Rays. I'm like, we've got what five months left? Yeah, it's right. you can still catch the Rays. So maybe maybe that's that's a decent look. Uh, Jake, jump jump in because you said you were all in on something. What do you what are you in on? I'm all in on this Diamondbacks idea. Like World Series, yeah. I like them for the division two at ten to one. They got better. They went to the World Series and then they got better. 
They signed Eduardo Rodriguez to be there for a guy who was number one in Detroit and was one of the biggest names at the trade deadline. The Dodgers wanted him at the trade deadline, and they said no for some reason. I don't know why. That's neither here nor there. Then he goes to Arizona, and he's there for Brandon Fought's going to get better. I like him a little bit for NL Cy Young at 175 to one because he was awesome in the playoffs. If you forgot about that too, Corbin Carroll is going into his second year after running away with Rookie of the Year. They add Eugenio Suarez, a guy who can hit 30 home runs to replace the corpse of Evan Longoria. They add Jordan Lawler, who's a top 10 prospect <laughs> in all of baseball to play shortstop. Like they got better. So how, and they went to the world series. How is this 40 to one? This is crazy. What are we doing here? Because of the division? Because, oh, the almighty yeah, I mean, Dodgers? It's, it's, yeah, it's the Dodgers team. The and we've card. never seen them yeah. stumble before. How does that go wrong? No way, right? <laughs> what They're are like minus $6 to win the division, right. aren't they? Something insane Outrageous like price. that. Get out of here. Yeah. It's crazy. But honestly, it, it, but... they would all have to be injured. To, I mean, it's going to take a lot to take down that Dodgers team. They are stacked. Well, it, it, so this is, this is the thing I think that's important to, to think about. And, like, regular season versus postseason. And, look, we, we're talking six, what, five months until the trade deadline, for God's sake, let alone to the postseason. Like, things are going to change drastically, obviously, between now and then. We're still a month away to the start of the regular season. So, like – the way teams are composed now, the way organizations are built, especially at the major league level, there's a complete and total difference between, oh, yeah, like you said, the Dodgers are minus six to one to, to win the division or whatever it is. Then we get to October and it's a completely different thing. Like Arizona and Texas last year, they get to October and it's they're completely different teams as opposed to the regular season. And it's why like, it's not just value-driven either. It's why like, I look at the Braves, for example, and go, okay, that's great. Yeah, win 100 games. Congratulations, Atlanta. Win 100 games. Or LA, win 100 games. That's great. Now, when we get to October, will any of that have mattered? Nope. Nope, it won't. It won't. It's a completely new season mm -hmm. for a month. And that's why I love yeah. the Orioles. Joe, that was my favorite bet. And you went first. I love it. But oh, I really think the Orioles, like a year too soon yeah. last year, building on what they have, they got rid of the crusty owner. I feel like they do have some pressure this year, but there's like, they're just fun. They're a fun team. They play loose. I love it. All the talent they have. Um, so that was my favorite bet at 15 to one. I, I thought like Joe pointed it out. Like usually the odds are around what? Nine, 10 to one, the team that's won the world series. Somewhere I was trying around. to find the Rangers and the diamondbacks this year, but maybe there might not be that situation where a super long shots in the world series. Like that might not be the case this year. Yeah. And I, you know, what are the chances? Is, is it going to be a Royals thing when you almost win it, then you come back and you win it the next year. I looked at the time back. They made that run. Did everything go their way? You know, yeah, you can make the case. They were a negative run differential team in the regular season, but they had a winning record. Not something you really want to bet on the following year a lot. But like Jake said, they got a lot better, and they have that young core. That lineup is stacked top to bottom. They got better pitching. Yeah. They got better hitting. So that's that's why I'm willing to trust them a little bit. And the 40, 41 number is crazy. Um, Aaron, you quickly mentioned them, and I wanted to circle back. I'm torn. Seattle. A lot of the projection yeah. systems somewhat like them. They had 88 wins last year. Uh, Fangraphs, 86. Pakoda, 84. 
anybody jumping in on Seattle. I mean, they had a big year I mean, last year. At at nope. twenty to one World Series. No. I mean, again, the the rotation depth, if it still exists come October, is really tempting. So mm-hmm. twenty to one, the values there. But fifteen uh, to just one get for the Orioles else in that lineup, except Julio yeah. Rodriguez. Like, does this That's guy have to problem. do literally everything himself? I yeah. like the pitching, but they don't have enough. They don't have enough hitting. I do. I do too. I love the pitching. Same. I may be crazy stupid. I still like the Phils on the National League side too. Seven or eight to one for the pennant. Fourteen or fifteen to one for the World Series. Uh, man, thirty days away, and it feels like it's right here. Coming up next, we go off the board. It's BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Mack, Aaron Hawksworth with you. Thankfully, my landscapers are not outside during this segment for today. That was so annoying, so I apologize to the audience for that. But we have some fun to get to. So whenever we're watching sports, Joe, whenever we're watching sports. I would just like you to approach them and be like, listen, guys, we do off the board on uh you come on mondays and we do off the board this time can you come an hour earlier <laughs> i just put cones out yeah you funny. really need to become the the neighborhood <laughs> lady who just takes charge that's what you need yes. to do yell at the landscapers the yell at amy karen across the street her maybe boyfriend with the french bulldog like all of it you need to just take charge that, that neighborhood's yours the hood belongs to the hawk Either that or I need to be confronted because, like, I feel like I'm just, like starting beef with everyone, and now I'm starting to think the problem's me. What you know? if they have an intervention <laughs> with you? You walk in a room. We decided and you and your there. daughter need to move out of the neighborhood. I'll be like, great. Where's the next plane to Arizona? I've been wanting to move anyway. They just ice you out. <laughs> they all agree not to talk to you honestly that would not shock me like the moms start talking crap about me behind my back and just ice me out this summer when my daughter wants to like play with the other kids stay tuned because that is probably on the table but what's also on the table is saturday night live having a little fun with some sports books when we're watching football and nba we all see the commercials about gambling well saturday night live had their own fun with it You know, it was like a two-minute clip, right? Yep. Wait, what happened? What are we doing? (laughs) I thought we were playing the clip. No? No, I guess not. I don't know. Production meeting on air live. What do you think, Chris? (laughs) No, I I guess. Scrap the clip. Yeah, forget it. Let's just. So it let's was just a all speak clip. about our favorite parts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the clip? Uh... Oh wow! Hey, it was well... a great skit. It was. Uh, they made fun of all the sports book commercials. Fireworks going off in the background, and uh, it's not the same if you don't hear it. I guess you had to be there. <laughs> And this is the last time I uh, host off oh my the board. God. I kind of want to crawl under a rock and die right now this after is... that. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Hey, you know, it's two minutes, right? 
Yes. <laughs> I thought yeah. I nailed the setup too. I you did. Like, it was strong. You want the whole two minutes, great we'll intro. Do it live, but listen, it was so great good. intro. It was so good that Jake just froze. <laughs> it, was, it was too good that it broke my brain and I couldn't follow along. <laughs> Can't wait to hear this. Actually, clip. oh wait, it's my job to fire the clip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll cut it if it gets too long. We will tell you. Yeah. Do it live. I dare you to play it, Jake. I just dare you. Do you want to do the setup again, or do you just want to go? Oh, she nailed it the first time. She doesn't have to do it again. I can't give an opportunity to pay it off. I can't repeat that performance. The thrill. Of victory, the satisfaction of placing a bet and watching it hit big, the exhilaration of an upset only you saw coming. With betting apps right on your phone, it's easier than ever to turn your passion for sports into cold hard cash. And with so many games to bet on, you almost can't lose. But there's a dark side as well. We all know a friend who struggles with online gambling. A friend who's on the verge of losing everything. His house, his family, his entire life. And now you can bet on exactly how he'll lose it all with Rock Bottom Kings. It's the only app that lets you take prop bets about how your degenerate gambler friend is finally going to hit Rock Bottom. Will it be goes double or nothing on a random WNBA game or bets his child's college fund on the coin toss? And when your friend is desperate for cash, you can bet on what his lowest moments will be. Will he take out a life insurance policy on his own mother? Will he set up a fake GoFundMe that says he has leukemia? And what will he sell oh first? His PS5 or his kidney? And you can build a parlay about everything that could happen to him. Divorce, Mary's rich old widow, arrested for elder fraud, and fakes his own death, but is immediately caught when he uses an app to gamble. With Rock Bottom Kings, you'll feel like you're in the game. The game of your friend versus his horrible demons. But again, addiction is a real problem. And we take it very seriously. That's why all these gambling ads are full of cash, gold, fireworks, and flames exploding everywhere. Because you're not a loser. Your friend is. They say the house always wins. Well, now you're the house, and your friend is probably going to lose his. Does it seem a little cruel to bet on your friend's devastating addiction? Sure. But it's also hilarious. So however your friend bottoms out, make sure you cash out at Rock Bottom Kings. Download Rock Bottom Kings today, because gambling is serious. Seriously awesome. Rock Bottom Kings. He's the one with the problem. Man. It's kind of sad, though, too. It is so good. I feel bad for the people that do have a problem, however. Yeah, but if we don't laugh at our pain... um. So my first thought was <laughs> with the line about how's your friend going to lose it all a random WNBA game. My first thought was Jake with college baseball. That's how it's going to happen. That's it. J- Jake. All right. You know baseball. what, Chris, are we Double beefing? Down. Like what, what's going on here, man? It's yeah. been one yeah. week of college I, baseball. One week. You're and fair, how many you're big fair wins game do we this. have? Yeah. Fair game in this. How segment. many big wins? It's fair game. We got, yeah. we got until June, pal. We got four more months. Yeah. Just saying. What about when I was going 10x on Japanese basketball and oh, then man. nearly lost my mortgage payment? That was not All the fun. people that were betting KBO <laughs> at like 3 a.m. Oh, like that yeah. was a thing. Russian when, when Paul was handicapping handball for us. 
whoa, whoa, but I was hitting. All right. Norway was a wagon. Can we just talk about that? And there'll be a wagon again, maybe this summer. We'll find out. God, I'll never forget checking like handball live scores on the on the apps, like when I'm out to dinner with my parents as they were in town over the summer. That was that was that was a low point, I would say. Um so yeah, excited for the Olympics. Um <laughs> but I never needed like the ABO action, I'll be honest. Like I, I didn't eat I even I was it. out on that. I was doing yeah. well, I was doing morning drive radio at the time. So I was up and there were no sports and it was on. So I watched a little bit of it, but I wasn't getting down. Like, no. That was just horrible. And it wasn't just, the only person I know that was doing it. It wasn't just well, no if we're sports. Using that either. As the measuring stick. We're gonna be here while right. <laughs> it wasn't just that it was the only sport on live it was the only sport period at that point in time like nothing else was happening but kbo at four in the morning and so yeah like we were looking for action that was it (laughs) we were betting on horse horse in a driveway with chris paul's bad camera and bad internet like yeah it was a time to be we had nba 2k like 20 tournaments happening on twitch yeah right yeah yeah exactly like play online poker instead like if you need the action like do that i don't know at least that's what i would do or bet responsibly how about that so you don't end up downloading the rock bottom kings app (laughs) speaking of that's kind of fun though how to fade your friend i mean that's kind of oh man i love it go fund me um (laughs) the Wait, that happened on TikTok. Like, there was a group of guys on TikTok who, like, made bets for the year with, like, what they were going to, like, and one of the, on the list was, like, Dan gets divorced or his wife leaves him. And they updated it throughout the year. And it happened because they were allowed to sabotage each other. So you had this guy's friends, like, trying to get his wife to leave him at, like, 20 to 1. And then it happened. And then there was was more. It was so brutal. It's like a season of the league. Like that's yeah, just right. Oh my god. Did the the guy who got left get to cash in though? Did he get to cash in on his uh, own yeah, because, one? Yeah. So because it was bad for him, <laughs> he, he gets, still cashed yeah. out. He won the, yeah. it was crazy. <laughs> you know what? That's no, gonna pay I mean, for it. So whatever, right. Yeah. Maybe this was all a scheme <laughs> to get out anyway. Right? That's what I was you know? thinking. Insider trading yeah. basically. Although there was oh, did you yeah. see that? Uh, there was a headline about that that some dude was listening to his wife's Zoom calls for like an oil oh, company, and yes. she didn't know, and like he was doing insider trading and made like a million plus, but he was an idiot. Wow. I was oh. wondering if they were in on it together, and she, and he just took the fall. She yeah. yeah, right. That's a good husband. It's a real so, one. Well, if if any wealthy we... woman wants to take advantage of me like that, I'm available. Since we just played that, I, well, well, me and Paul had the key part here. Me and Paul had the same experience with the SNL because I saw every oh, yeah. not everywhere, but I saw it a lot on social media that people were so angry about Shane Gillis, unfunny, blah blah blah. I I don't love like, him. But I I watch yeah. him on. I've seen yeah. him on a bunch of podcasts. I think he's entertaining. I, you know, he, he makes me laugh, and. Yeah, I went out of my I dug up the eight minute monologue and I watched it on the SNL Twitter feed and I'm like, what are people mad about? This is his material. I didn't understand right. it at all. The only thing that like he 
he was a little the only thing i think you could give him a hard time about like he felt like he was bombing a little bit and he kind of acknowledged that he's like well i thought it but was they funny had, like but like it's hard to tell because well, the laugh track myself, right right like i was laughing during the bit but i'd also seen well, his stand-up so like again i was familiar yeah. with the material but yeah i saw so many tweets from a lot of people like we all know or at least a couple of us know that were like oh he's yep. terrible and bombed and all this and i was like he did not at all i've seen so much mm -hmm. more like he was legitimately and jake said it too in our chat like actually kind of funny like i i thought it was yeah. a decent model the, not the best the girl in the back and part of the band was so funny though the girl who was stone-faced the entire time i laughed oh, was she? so hard it, the whole eight minutes her face does not move once it's hilarious huh. <laughs> as someone who was totally neutral on him because i didn't know anything about him going into it like two things one the crowd sounds it's a known thing in that studio that the crowd sounds much quieter to the person on stage than it does to people listening yeah. at home and two mm -hmm. it's saturday night live it's comedy go back kids at home go find the richard Pryor chevy chase skit and tell me that comedy and what saturday night live does is not about pushing boundaries and making some people angry you want a good omelet break a few eggs Here's here for your <laughs> cheesy cliches, Chris Mack, all week. Right here on BetQL Daily. Isaac Trotter a little bit later. He'll give us some of his favorite college basketball plays, but we take a look at the card ourselves tonight. That's coming up next on BetQL Daily.